This is Michelle Stevenette with Mind Body Boss, episode 60, The Worst That Can Happen. Welcome to Mind Body Boss. This is the podcast for people who know our minds and bodies are connected. They affect one another, and the more we learn how they operate, the more we get to be the boss of our life experience. I'm your host, Michelle Stevenette. Hello, everybody. It's Michelle. Welcome back to another Wednesday episode. Today, we're going to talk about the worst that can happen. So that's exciting to talk about. But before I get into the episode, just a couple of little items. I just want to say thank you to a couple of people. So firstly, to Tangua, who left me a voice message. And my apologies if I'm saying your name incorrectly. Here's a little snippet. Hi, Michelle. I'm grateful for your podcast because it... Mm, it's been helping me a little bit. And then she just went on to explain a little bit about one of the episodes she had listened to and how it's helping with something going on at her work. So I know that that takes some courage. So Tangua, thank you for leaving that. And I'm so glad that you found something helpful here. And I hope that whatever was going on for you, that you elaborated a tiny bit about work. I hope that those things are working in your favor. Thank you for leaving me that message. Um, it's super easy to leave me a voice message, by the way. So I am asking, I'm going to ask you all to leave me a voice message specifically about body image challenges. So I'd like to know what your biggest struggle is when it comes to body image. I have a guest that is going to be appearing on my podcast very soon, who I'm very excited about. We will be talking all about body image and I want to know what your biggest struggles are when it comes to body image or just what questions um, or what things you'd like to have addressed in that episode. So will you leave me a voice message and let me know? And maybe I'll even include your little snippet, possibly, in that episode. So be sure to leave me a voice message. All you do is go to show notes, click on a little link that's in there, and you can leave me a voice message. I would love to know what your struggles are or what your questions are when it comes to body image. Okay, just one more thing, and then we'll get into the worst that can happen. A little while ago, a couple weeks maybe, after I got done teaching a bar class, one of my clients came to me and she said, hey, are you the Michelle from the Mind Body Boss podcast? And I was like, yeah, that's super fun. She's like, I'm a new listener. And it was super fun to have this new friend of mine in bar class who also listens to the podcast. So I want more of you to be my real friends in real life. So if you happen to live in the South Salt Lake area and want to come and take classes with me, it would be super fun. Come and be another Sherry friend. Her name is Sherry. So Email me for my current teaching schedule. Um, it's probably going to be evolving soon. So send me an email and I will give you a heads up of when I'm teaching because please come. It would be super fun. Okay, so let's talk about the worst that can happen. I used to think that some of the worst things that could happen to me were maybe to become a young widow. That seemed really scary and very grief worthy. That was a fear of mine. I also was really afraid of ever becoming maybe disabled or something because I just love to move my body. And I was thought that would just be the worst thing ever. And I remember also at times thinking like, no, probably the worst thing that could happen is to like lose a child. I thought that would be pretty horrible. And I rem I've been so kind of afraid of the unknown and afraid of different circumstances, you probably have certain fears or worries that like what would be the worst thing. And sort of the unknown future can be really 
terrifying or scary because for me, it was because I didn't understand how peace and happiness and joy could possibly still be available if I were to experience those kinds of circumstances. And so one of the greatest skills that I have gained over the years that has served me so well, and I'm still practicing, is just the capacity to experience feelings. And when we truly understand that the worst thing that can happen is actually just a feeling, it can be such a confidence booster. And then when you can add to that the skill of processing feelings or processing emotions, our confidence just skyrockets. So being willing to feel is a skill that gives us confidence and totally has taken away my fear of the future and the fear of the unknown. And it's probably one of the biggest shifts that I've noticed that has occurred for me as I've begun to understand more fully my mind and my body. I've noticed that I just sort of started living with a lot less fear and a lot more confidence because I'm not as fearful of possible circumstances in the future. I'm not so worried because I know that I, I kind of know how to handle whatever might come my way in life. And I feel like I should knock on wood because like something might horrible happen now that I just said that. But I do feel much more able to just be able to feel. And that gives a lot of confidence. So I'm hoping that in this episode, I can give you some new ways about thinking about life in general and some new perspectives or mindsets that will not just help lessen the fear of the unknown for you or fear of the future, but also just to gain that ability to process emotions and allow yourself to feel. And this is a skill that is hardly taught or spoken of, and I think it really deserves a lot more attention. Um, It's something that has served me very well and I think our world needs to know how to do this. So today's episode is all about knowing how to give yourself sort of some mental quote ibuprofen for the hard parts of life. So we can't all together take away struggle or pain or hardship, but we can take the edge off. We can give it less power and we can get ourselves onto sort of a higher ground so that when those storms of life or the tsunamis hit, they simply just don't have as much power to knock us down. So like I mentioned, I used to think the worst thing that could happen would be a young widow. I was so afraid of that possibility for a really long time. And I used to think that becoming disabled or losing a limb would be the worst thing because I do love to move and to dance. And that just seemed like it would be such an unbearable challenge. And, and then again, I thought, no, losing a child, that's the worst thing that can happen. It'd be horrible. And for sure, all of these things would be really hard and a really big change. It would be very challenging. And I'm sure I would grieve for a really long time. And at the same time, we've probably all know examples of people who've experienced really hard things, but who have also been able to find some peace and even joy despite their circumstances. And of course that comes through our savior, but how does that really work? How is love or happiness or joy or gratitude or peace? How can those possibly be available when we have these kinds of trials or even trials that are not even that hard? How do we just have kind of peace around even smaller things? So It's really helpful to understand that the worst thing that can happen is actually a feeling. It's just a feeling. That is the worst that can happen. Weird, right? (laughs) 
Um, and feelings can be super powerful. They can be overwhelming and they can be painful, downright painful. And at the same time, our bodies are designed to experience them. Our bodies are designed to feel them and to process them. And truthfully, it's just like a chemical response in the body. It's not actually dangerous in and of itself, negative emotions. So it's so easy to be afraid of the unknown and our brains get so imaginative and very creative and our brains will tell us all kinds of stories of worst case scenarios that might happen. And what happens is then we start living in the present. We start living in fear and anxiety, all wound up about something that could happen And we miss out on noticing that in the present moment, we're actually okay. So here's some just even smaller examples, not the big life-changing things, but just even moments of like being late. Sometimes we get all wound up and stressed out about being late or Maybe we feel like if we're going to, if we have an important test where we're going to fail a class and if we fail a class or fail a test, we might think that that's a worst case scenario, um, or being rejected or getting yelled at or getting a bad review or getting fired. Like all these things feel really terrible, but if you play it out in your mind, it's actually going to be okay in the end, Right. I remember Jody Moore talking about her kids and being late one time and how they were all late for school. Everyone was stressed out and freaking out that they're going to be late. And she decided that instead of like giving into that energy, she was like, we're just going to go get donuts. And so they drove to the donut shop, got out of the car. Everyone's like, what are you doing? We're so late for school. We're supposed to be at school. And she's like, we're just going to get donuts. And they sat and ate their donuts and then took them to school and just checked them in late. And they went to their classes and got caught up on whatever they missed and everything was okay. And I'm not suggesting we don't care about being on time, but just to kind of take away the power and the anxiety and the stress of thinking it's a really big problem. I think can be just really useful and realizing that even if we are rejected or even if we get yelled at or we get fired or we fail a class or our children fail a class or something that we might consider a bad thing happens, like play it out. It's going to be okay eventually, right? And so in those moments, it's like this. We just go inside our head and go, you know what? Right now I'm a human experiencing a negative emotion. I'm experiencing judgment or I'm experiencing anxiousness or stress, or maybe I'm experiencing rejection or loneliness or hurt or jealousy or embarrassment. I'm just experiencing these emotions. They're not actually a problem. It's just part of being a human. My body can do it. I can do it. I can do embarrassment. I can do judgment. My body is just processing that. It's a chemical response going on inside my body. It's not actually a problem. And then of course there's circumstances that might feel a little more weighty, like losing a loved one or losing our health or our physical abilities, or maybe getting divorced or experiencing chronic illness or disability. All of these things for sure are going to be challenging and we can just be an ex- a human experiencing a challenge. It doesn't mean that all is lost. It just means our body needs to feel 
grief or sadness or fear or worry. Again, our bodies are designed to feel. Our body can do grief. Our body can do sadness and fear and worry. It's just part of being a human. And even though it can really feel problematic, it doesn't actually have to be a problem per se. It's sort of like that saying you've probably heard that pain is inevitable, suffering is optional. I kind of love that. So here's what we do. I've got three main nuggets and I've hinted at these already, but I'm going to just describe them a little bit more fully. So number one, first nugget is to understand that in the present, we are always okay. In fact, always, always okay in the present, even in some extreme situations, we're actually okay in the present. Our bodies might go into shock or we might pass out or we might be super scared, but we're actually still okay. Even if it was something really extreme and we die, we're actually still okay. It's just sort of like passing into the next room. (laughs) And when we're living from fear, it's kind of like our mind is time traveling to the future, living out a worst case scenario that we've invented in our head. And we're experiencing that worst case scenario in the present moment. It's something that we're imagining in our minds. Isn't that crazy? But we're experiencing it in the present and it's 100% future-based. Fear is future-based and it robs us of feeling okay in the present and knowing we're okay in the present or even being aware of anything good in the present. It robs us of feeling peace in the present. And we're just creating and experiencing at the same time this unfortunate circumstance rather than being able to see more clearly the truth that in the moment, in the present, we're actually okay. And living that way influences our body chemistry that really does not serve us ultimately. So in the present, we're always okay. And one way to just really all bring yourself into the present, if you feel yourself getting carried away in fear or worry or anxiety, is to just notice your breath. Tune into your breath. Maybe even close your eyes and take a breath. And that brings you back into your body, back into the present. Breath is pretty powerful that way. All right, nugget number two. So no, number one was in the present, we're always okay. Breathe to bring yourself into the present. Nugget number two. Just understand that feelings are simply chemical responses in the body. We can observe them and notice them and just know what they are. Becoming an observer and finding it in your body and just giving yourself kind of that mental space to watch it and see what it feels like. Like if you had to describe it to someone, what does it feel like? And when we do that, it gives the feeling a little less power and helps our body to just cycle through and feel what it needs to feel. Because sometimes negative emotions need to be felt. Like we need to feel sadness sometimes. Sometimes we need to feel grief. Sometimes we even feel like we need to feel frustrated or embarrassed or disgusted. Like sometimes we need to feel those things and it feels appropriate. And instead of trying to talk ourselves out of it right away, like sometimes we can just shift our mindset and be like, oh, I actually don't want to think that and feel that way. But a lot of times we do just need to actually experience it. And, um, a dear friend of mine has told me about how 
her life coach has suggested or encouraged her at times to let these negative emotions out. Like she'll go into her car by herself and just let herself scream or let herself sob just to have sort of a release <laughs> of the buildup that might be there of that emotion, that, that energy. So maybe you do need to full on cry at times or scream and maybe you need to allow yourself to do that. So go in your car or put a pillow to your face and let yourself sob or scream if you need to. And if you don't, that's fine. But sometimes we need a little physical release like that and you might feel a heck of a lot better afterwards. So allowing yourself to feel what comes up for you. Know it's not going to kill you. If it's really strong and feels like a release is useful, then give yourself that gift of just letting yourself release it in a useful way. So meaning do not direct it at other people, just (laughs) privately go and let yourself have a release if needed, but let yourself process what you feel. Okay. So number two was understanding that feelings are a chemical response in the body. We can observe them and just know what they are. All right. Number three. This is my favorite one is just believe, choose to believe that because God is good, he turns messes into masterpieces and everything, even the horrible, unfair, terrible things in the end will serve us in some way. So especially all those things that just don't make sense or that seem totally unfair or unjust or wrong. I just love the scripture that says, be still and know that I am God. So he turns messes into masterpieces, and I choose to believe that. All right, quick recap. Nugget number one, in the present, we're always okay. Use your breath to bring yourself to the present. Number two, emotions are simply chemical responses in the body. Our bodies can experience them and process them. And number three, just believe that Heavenly Father makes masterpieces out of messes. And you guys, understanding those three little points has given me a whole new level of confidence and really sort of like a new level of, I would even call it self-reliance, knowing that no matter what life gives me or what happens, like I'll be okay. Peace is available and good always wins and everything is figure outable. And if I need to feel negative emotion, it's okay. And being able to be willing to feel whatever I need to feel brings me a boatload of confidence and way less fear of the future. You guys, pain is inevitable. Suffering is optional. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thank you for listening. If you're enjoying these episodes, will you please share them with your friends and maybe go tap a star or leave a review. Also, you guys, I have some fun things in the works that you might want to know about. So be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you'll be in the loop when those announcements come. And don't forget to leave me a voice message letting me know what your biggest struggle is when it comes to body image. And I will see you next week. Hey, thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, would you mind sharing it with your friends and maybe even leave a review to help others find this podcast? That would just be terrific. For information about working with me, please visit my website, michellestevenet.com. That's michelle, S-T-E-V-E-N-E-T-T.com.